Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> no, I, I'm not confused. I, I know it's not January 1st, but that's not the only New Year's Day in, in our multicultural world. A new year begins on various days in the Jewish, Muslim, Hindu, Chinese, and Mayan calendars. In the Catholic Church, the new liturgical year starts today on the first Sunday of Advent. Now, the word Advent comes from a Latin word which means coming or arrival. In ancient times, it usually referred to the anticipated I keep saying that, anticipated arrival of an emperor or king, someone that needed to be prepared for. Yeah. Our Christian New Year also begins with anticipation of someone important coming, someone for whom we need to prepare. And while many people that think that Advent is primarily preparing to celebrate the anniversary of the birth of Christ at Christmas, Advent is also a time to prepare for the Lord's return in glory at the end of time. You know, as you can see, the colors of the linens and our vestments have changed to a nice dark royal purple, which symbolizes preparation, penitence, and royalty to welcome the, to welcome the new king. The purple of Advent is also the color of suffering used during Lent. It can kind of be a little bit confusing since both seasons use the same color, but according to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, Advent is the, the liturgical season of four weeks devoted to preparation for the coming of Christ at Christmas. Lent is the liturgical season of 40 days which begins with Ash Wednesday and ends with the celebration of the Paschal Mystery. Lent is the primary penitential season of the church's liturgical year, and it reflects the 40 days of fasting, or the 40 days that Jesus spent in the desert fasting and prayer. So while Lent is a time of fasting and reflection, Advent is a time of preparation. Did you all have a good and blessed Thanksgiving? You know, did you take time to contemplate the gifts that God has given you? And did you take a moment, as I challenged last time, to, to take a breath and to look at the people around you and see them as God sees them? Children of God. Uh, and, you know, if the opening season of Advent um, were like our secular celebration of the new year, our reading, you would expect that the readings would have lots of singing and dancing and you know, feasting and, and celebrating and all of this stuff in preparation for the coming of the Christ child. So what do we get for our first gospel reading in Advent? We get the story of Noah and the end of the world, with a warning to be on guard against complacency, 
to be vigilant, to stay awake, or the end of the world will catch you by surprise, catch all of us by surprise. Advent is a time to prepare ourselves now for the end of the world as we know it and to reach out to the new world about to be born. Our first reading today is from the prophet Isaiah, and he tells us that the world is going to change as the Lord gathers all nations into eternal peace of the kingdom of God. Our responsorial psalm reminds us that God has a plan for creation. He's calling us to himself. And it's a call that's deep within our souls. It's a call to grow deeper in love with him as we continue to understand and encounter him more personally. It's a call which leads us to, as the responsorial psalm said, go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. And that's one of the reasons that we celebrate the beginning, or celebrate the coming of the Christ child, who is the beginning of a new understanding of God's will. Jesus came in order to show us the Father. He came in human form, enabling us to know the Father on an intimate level. And as in our first story of Noah, God provided the ark as a refuge for Noah and his family. Jesus has come as a refuge for us. And he's always with us as we move forward in life, as we experience the joys and sorrows, the stresses and contentment of this world, we can be assured of his tender and lasting love. And now, as, as we approach the end times, Paul talked about it in his, in his epistle today. The end of the world is coming. It's closer now than it was before. Father Danny mentioned a few weeks ago that from the moment we're born until the present time, we're getting closer and closer to the end of the world, closer to our death and entry into the new world. And for some of us, death and the end of the world, it, it may fill us with fear because it's fear of the unknown. But we cannot forget that Jesus is always with us, protecting us and reminding us not to be afraid because he has conquered the world. The end of this world is only the beginning of the next, a world that holds the promise of lasting peace, joy, and happiness through all of eternity. And we all have been chosen, even before we were born, to work in the vineyard of the Lord. The end of the world is about this old world dying away and a new world being born again. Jesus, God, became man and dwelt among us. He came as a helpless child and he became our companion and he conquered sin and death and the gates of hell cannot prevail against him and his church.
He is always with us as we journey home to our Father. Christmas is the annual sign of the beginning of our salvation and of our understanding of who we really are as children of a loving Father. We have symbols that rec represent the season. One of them we have is the Advent wreath here. And the Advent wreath has four candles, and the candles represent hope, love, joy, and peace. Jesus promised us that he would come again in glory. The second coming, it's going to happen. When? We do not know. Even Jesus told us that he didn't know when it would be. So we are to be prepared to live every minute of our life as if it would be our last. There's a country song by Tim McGraw that talks about getting a chance to live like you were dying. The song tells the story of a person dying of a terminal disease. And when his friend asked him what he'd do, among some of the other things that he, he, he was going to do, he said that he would love deeper, or he loved deeper, he spoke sweeter, he gave the forgiveness that he'd been denying. With, with all the things that are going on in this world, we can lose focus on these important things. We can become bogged down in the pain and the strife and the struggles of this world. Wars, famine, politics, whatever it is that, that can distract us from the important things. Jesus, the gospel, God, love. We must remember that even though it seems like Satan may be winning the battle in this world, he's already lost. Jesus broke the power of Satan, and he takes our sorrow and our strife into himself, into his own sacrifice, so that at the end of the world, when Jesus comes in glory to call us home, we can be assured that he has already won. And he gives us, and, and, and this gives us hope. So my challenge this Advent is that each of us prepare for the coming of Christ. Put up your Advent wreath. Set up your nativity set. Put up your decorations in your home. Go to confession. Prepare yourself as you're cleaning out your home, getting ready for Christmas. Clean out your soul to be ready for the coming of the Christ. One of the things that we can do to help prepare ourselves for the Christ's coming is during this Advent, just do one more thing to bring God closer to yourself. Maybe read the, the daily readings. Get your Bible out. Read a passage. Reflect on that. Maybe say a rosary or a decade of the rosary. Do something to prepare yourselves for Christ. And then...
take it one step further and write it down in the morning what you're going to do. I promise, just like we make New Year's resolutions every year that by the, the middle of the month we've already broken, let's make a resolution that we will continue from, from this time on throughout the year that we will do something to bring us closer to God. And one more thing. Let's love deeper, speak sweeter, forgive. Because the Son of God was made man and dwelt among us, and he is still with us, each and every one of us, every day of our lives. And he told us that from now until the end of time, I will be with you and you will be my people. That's a promise. That's, that's God's promise. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.